It's official. Connor Wigman is Texas A&M starting quarterback in 2023. You are locked on Aggies. Your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome on in the Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Connor Wigman is Texas A&M's starting quarterback. I could not be more excited. I know those of you listeners, those of you everydayers agree with me. We have been on the Connor Wigman hype train. I started that saying the other day, and a few people have appreciated it, so that is great. And I'm stoked. I couldn't be more excited about this. Um, I, you know, I was a little surprised it took this long. Frankly, I get that Jimbo, this is he's you know he keeps stuff close to his chest. I understand all that. Um, you know, frankly, I was a little surprised he announced it today at his press conference. I, I was talking to my dad about that. We were on the phone and I was like, I have before his press conference. I was like, I think he might not say anything. He, of course, went on to announce Connor Wigman as a starter. And I think it's great for this team. So the first thing I want to read a couple quotes from Jimbo um, about what this means. The first quote is what um, he talks about. He saw from Connor Wigman at fall. He said, he just keeps playing football with great decision-making and great accuracy with toughness and leadership and the ability to help other players on the field. Decision-making was, was the biggest question mark for me. Now, I, he didn't make any mistakes last season during his handful of games where he was the guy, but you know, in the spring game, there were a few decisions that I didn't love, and I was like, if Connor Wigman's the guy, you want to see good decision-making out of your quarterback. And I'm glad to hear that so far throughout fall camp, he's gotten that all figured out. That makes me feel a lot better about this entire situation. Um, and then this is another interesting quote, a little shout-out to Max Johnson. It sounded like it was a good fight for Max Johnson. He gave it his all. Wigman ended up winning the job. But this is another quote from Jimbo about kind of having a couple of quarterbacks. He went on to say, it's a unique position. Quarterback is so different. Having two guys that can win, win at a high level and potentially win a championship for you helps you sleep well at night. And that's, you know, that's funny because that's a great point for Coach Fisher. It's like as a quarterback, I mean, as a coach, it's, you know, knowing that you, oh, if my quarterback were to go down, who the heck am I going to put in there to play for me? Knowing you have a guy like Max Johnson that can go in and win you football games. And I've talked about this here a ton on Locked on Aggies, but it's a big deal knowing that you got somebody like Coach Fisher said, they can win a championship, can win football games. That's a big deal. How many times have we seen a quarterback not perform or a quarterback get hurt recently in the SEC and a backup come in and good things happen? You know, last year, Hooker goes down, Milton comes in over in Knoxville, and what does he do? He plays good football. He Now he's a guy that this year people are excited about. This happens all the time. It is great that the Aggies have a backup quarterback who can come in and win you football games. That really does excite me for this season. Um, you know, what does it mean right now? What What is the, you know, I, we we all knew Connor Brigham was the guy. I, now, I will say, at SEC Media Days, when Coach Fisher kind of, I, 
I thought that he would kind of, you know, Brian Kelly announced Jane Daniels as his quarterback at SEC Media Days. Now, I think that was even less of a question. That was much less of a question mark than the Texas A&M quarterback battle. But at Media Days, somebody asked Brian Kelly, he was like, is Jane Daniels your starter? And he was like, oh, yeah, he's our guy. I don't know why I had this kind of feeling that Jimbo was going to talk better about Connor Wigman, but he really didn't say a lot about Connor Wigman when I was in Nashville for Media Days to where I was kind of like, is this more of a battle than I even anticipated? And I think that kind of was the case. So, you know, I think shout out to Max Johnson for this battle. I mean, heck of a job for him. Obviously, Wigman was able to win the job, but, you know, I, I don't think many people didn't even give him a chance to really be in it. And he, of course, was in it. Wigman ends up winning the job, but good for him. That, that's, you know, it's cool to see. Um, I mean, and even the players, we'll talk about some quotes from Anaya Smith. I mean, he was talking about the two quarterbacks, how good they are, which made me wonder. I wonder if Coach Fisher, like, announced a starter to the team. And I wonder how the dynamics of that. Like, did he announce the starter to the team? Did Because Anias obviously took the podium before Coach Fisher and was asked about quarterbacks, and he was like, yeah, both these guys. I wonder if he was kind of like, you know, coached, hey, don't break anything on the quarterback room, or if they didn't really know. But I, I lean towards they knew, but it's that I, that's interesting to me, kind of how coaches tell you know them who's the guy. But I think what co having Connor Wigman as your starting quarterback means is I think we've talked about ceiling and floor a lot here about multiple different things on Locked on Aggies, but the ceiling and floor – um, the ceiling and floor of this Texas A&M football team, we've talked about it. A lot of wins, a few wins. Then I think the quarterback room, it's a similar, you know, kind of conversation with Max Johnson. I think he might have a safer floor than Connor Wigman, but I think Connor Wigman's ceiling is like, I've talked about, it. I think if he plays well, he could be a, a Heisman contender halfway through the season. People are going to come at me crazy uh, about that, but that's, you know, that's my take on that. I think he's got the talent around him, the receivers, everything needed to be a player that can, can do that. So, um, you know, I definitely feel that way about Connor Wigman. I definitely feel that his ceiling is a top five quarterback in the SEC, if not a top three, you know, people, People that are going to be quick to say, oh, no, he's not going to do that. I, I think we all have to accept that we don't know what he's capable of. He's a, uh, I've got to say the true freshman. He's a, this is his sophomore year, second year in college football. He came in as a true freshman and did some really good things last year. Turned some heads, got people excited. So saying that his ceiling isn't the top five quarterback in the SEC is crazy. I think his ceiling's higher than that because he's a former five star. He's talented. He's athletic. He's quick. He can move the ball with his legs. He finds open guys. He throws a pretty football. I mean, Connor Wigman does everything the right way. He has the athleticism to get out of the pocket, throw the ball on the move. He's got the athleticism to, if there's nothing there, to just run the ball, get yourself seven yards on a play that looks like it's dead. Connor Wigman is a great quarterback, and he finally is going to get the opportunity to prove why. And the most exciting thing about this is, assuming this all goes well, Connor Wigman's your guy this year. You got him back again next year before any potential NFL conversations start to come up. So, I mean, think about it. Think about if the Aggies do go nine and three this year and then win a bowl game, and Connor Wigman's a great quarterback, one of the best in the SEC. He's a Heisman front runner next year. That's the position Texas A&M is in right now, going into the season. You have a quarterback who has one of the highest ceilings in college football. I think he's got a top ten quarterback ceiling in college football, just based off the weapons he has the skill he has, the athleticism he possesses. He has the ability to do something special for Texas A&M this season, and I'm really excited to see 
what he's able to do. I mean, I, I we're getting to the point now at the start of the season where it's like all this stuff we've talked about here on Locked on Aggies, all these conversations we've had, everything we've done, we're finally going to get to see all of this come to fruition, and I am so stoked to see that happen. I mean, it's fun to sit here and talk about lists and talk about who's ranked where and who should be ranked higher. It's enjoyable doing all that, but at the end of the day, it's football time. We get to see what this team has on the gridiron in a couple of days. Well, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Three or four days, we get to see what this team has to offer. I I, I just can't wait to see it. I think Texas A&M is going to shock some people. Um, I've been very open with that. I don't think I, I you know, I, I think there's a couple teams you could argue are the dark horse to win the SEC, minus Texas AM. And that's not a homer pick. A lot of people around cover SEC as a whole, cover college football as a whole, feel the same way. So this Texas AM team could be special. And I, I love that you named your starting quarterback. Um, I don't know if the team practiced before or after media availability today, but Connor Wigman's getting all these reps, getting prepared for New Mexico. That excites me. You get to learn about, you know, he gets to, to have one week of all the reps, not giving up anybody, anything to anybody else, get, gets to throw the football to Anias and Moose and Noah Thomas and Evan Stewart, gets to throw the ball to his guys the whole time. That is a, it's a big thing for me. I think, um, you know, I had some people, I talked about how important I think first team reps are. Some people uh, kind of commented that they don't agree with the, how valuable first team reps are. I still, you know, stand strong with first team reps are a very important thing. And now you get a whole week of preparing for New Mexico, preparing, watching film, knowing what they're ready to do. So I think Coach Fisher, while we thought it would be Connor Wigman, and we ended up, of course, being correct, myself and Aggie fans everywhere, it's still good to see it official. Um, I mean, it would have shocked the world if Coach Fisher took the podium yesterday and said, hey, uh, Max Johnson's a starting quarterback. I, I mean, I think it would have shocked a lot of people, especially this guy sitting right here. So I'm happy to see it. Um, now, the last question I'll, I'll kind of raise here before we move on, talk a little bit about some offensive line question marks, is will Max Johnson get some reps on Saturday against New Mexico if you know you, you blow him out early? If you blow him out early, do you put Max Johnson in there or do you put Marcel Reed in there to get some reps? Like, How are you going to kind of handle this situation? I think it's a great opportunity to throw Max Johnson out there. And with Miami coming up, once you got this game – you know, once you're up 30 points, put in your backups. Don't let anybody get hurt. Don't let anything crazy happen. So, you know, that's my stance here. I think that you ought to – that's just kind of how you should go about it. I think you um, – I think that you let your starters go until you get a lead and then put in your backups. Put in Max Johnson. Put in, you know, the backup offensive line, the backup defensive line. Let everybody get their reps in. Get ready to rock and roll for Miami because at the end of the day, that's the game that really does matter. But I hope Max Johnson does get some reps just because, like I talked about a minute ago, you never know when you're going to need him. He could be the starter by week five based off rough play, which will not happen, but, you know, or um, an injury, something like that. So I hope he gets some reps. I hope we're able to see that. There's a lot of question marks now on this offensive line. A couple players are banged up, and somebody's going to be starting at tackle that we weren't expecting. We'll talk about that coming up right here. Unlocked on Aggies. 
But first, I want to talk about our friends over at BetterHelp. Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationship, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with all the confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. You know, uh, BetterHelp's a great thing. The online thing, I think it's awesome. If you need something, if if you're struggling with something in life, BetterHelp can help you out. I think that's a great thing about them. They're online. You don't have to go anywhere. You can get help from the comfort of your own home, and I think that's a great thing. So you, you, you if anything's going on in life, any struggles, I think going over to BetterHelp and seeing how they can help you out is a great thing. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash college today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash college. So, interesting stuff going on with the offensive line. We talked about how Ruben Fathery was a little banged up in fall camp. All sounded like he was going to be good to go for week one against New Mexico, but now it sounds like, well, it doesn't sound like that he isn't going to start. Chase Basantis is going to start in lieu of Ruben Fothery. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited to see this. And I think this is a good thing for Texas A&M. And I'm going to tell you why. I think this is such a positive because Chase Basantis, all this preseason hype, all this love he's getting from, you know, the the freak list and a preseason true freshman All-American, all these different lists he's a part of. And he, he he's going to get on the field and get to prove what he's got. Let's say Fothery's good to go for the Miami game. And Chase Basantis starts this game. He looks good, gets in, gets out. Ruben Fothery's your guy next week. Why is this good? Because it gives him an entire game of reps to start his football career. So that means if everybody stays healthy and this isn't his time to shine next year, he's going to be ready to rock and roll. I think that is a big deal. And I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, how that pans out and how he looks, because I'm really anxious to see how good he does and how, how good he looks out there. I mean, he's massive. He's massive human being, big, strong young man. I think he's ready to just absolutely shove down opponents from New Mexico. I mean, I think he's just going to pick them up and throw them. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see it. Bryce Foster practiced last week. Coach Fisher believes he's going to be good to go. They said, you know, it's one of those, we'll see how he looks at practice this week. I will tell you this with confidence right now. I do not like this. I will repeat that a million times. I don't like this. I saw someone comment this yesterday on yesterday's Locked on Aggies. I don't feel good that Bryce Foster is banged up. You don't want to be banged up. Now, Coach Fisher did make a comment. The only significant injury during fall was, of course, Donovan Green's ACL tear. Hate that Donovan Green went down. Was really excited to see what he was going to do on the field this year. But only one guy goes down. You can live with that. It's better than losing three guys for the season. You know, things could be a lot worse. Um, What I don't like seeing is that your offensive line is banged up heading into the start of the season. Now, Coach Fisher did explain that Ruben Fothery, this is more of a, he's not still banged up. It's more of a, he's got to get back into football shape. But, you know, is that, I, I don't know if I love that. Is that Coach Speak? Is he just saying that? Is he really still banged up and they're trying to get him back? It, that's a question mark for me. I mean, I, you don't want hurt offensive linemen. You don't want to hurt offensive line because it's such a rough position. You're 
I mean, you're hitting people all game. You're pushing people all game. It's it's a position where it's easy to get banged up. It's easy to get nicks and bruises everywhere and get hurt. It's not a, you know, it's not a position where you're going to be healthy all season long. So I hope that these two are good to go for Miami. I don't love another thing. I don't love. I do not love that Ruben Fothery is not going to have any reps heading into the Miami game. I don't like that. I, 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 I get that he's not ready. I get that he's not in football shape. There's no reason to push him out there um, early and you know let him, let him further injure himself. There's no reason to do that. I agree with the decision by the coaching staff. All I am simply saying is that I do not love the fact that he's not going to be out there. It scares me um, because then he's going to go out against Miami. You haven't really seen – I mean, they've got a talented defensive line. They've got a talented uh, team, and he's not going to have seen anything. It, it, it's going to be a hot day. It's obviously going to be hot this weekend um, in Kyle Field, but I just I don't love this situation, ladies and gentlemen. I know that you all out there feel the same way. It's not, it's not a situation I feel good about. I don't like seeing players banged up before the start of the season. This is when you're supposed to be getting ready to go. You're supposed to be healthy. In great shape, ready to rock and roll for the football season. Now I get it. I get. I'm not, you know, calling five three lazy or anything. I'm. I he, he was banged up, and you have to recover, get back into football shape. I get all that, but I wish he was getting reps this week. I cannot explain how much I am not a fan of that. That does not in any way make me happy. Um, I mean, truly, I, I don't. I don't like that one bit. I really don't. The linebacker room, we're hearing some positives. Coach Fisher talked about that he feels good about the linebacker room. He talked about how important experience is in that room. Obviously, you're, you're the quarterback of the defense. You're calling stuff out. I get all that. It's a very important position, and Coach Fisher feels confident in the guys he has there. He, um, now, he talked a little bit about York. You know, he talked about he's, – he's feeling good about some of these players and, of course, um, Russell and Cooper. So, you know, I've talked about it. I've – and I think that's why that question came up in the press conference. It's like, people are concerned about the depth there. So I feel good about the topping guys. Coach Fisher clearly does too. The question is, how do we feel about the guys below them, the younger guys, stuff like that? It's going to be interesting. You know, you got to stay healthy there. If you can't keep this linebacker room healthy, there's definitely some concerns I share. Um, I'm definitely a little bit worried about that. So you have got to keep this room healthy. But I, I, you know, I hope we see some positive things, and I hope that you get to see York and Davis come out um, against New Mexico and play some relevant snaps and do some good things. That's what this is about. It's an opposing team, a real football team. Get yourself right. Get some snaps against some other people, different people that you haven't been playing the whole time. I like that. I think it's a good thing. So I'm kind of excited to see how the linebacker room looks and maybe to see how some of those depth pieces look if they get some snaps against New Mexico on Saturday. Um, you know, I was thinking about this. I do think that we talked about this with Jay Arnold on uh, Friday's episode of Locked on Aggies. I definitely think that he, he, you know, what do we expect to see this weekend? What do we want to see from the coaching staff? What, 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 you know, that's, that's the big question. What are we going to take away? I think the biggest thing is there's a few things that are going to quickly concern me. And there's a few things that I'm not worried about. The first thing that's going to concern me is if New Mexico is absolutely gouging the Aggies on the ground. I mean, if they are just running for yards and yards and yards, yes, I'm going to be a little concerned about that. Um, the other is offensive line play. If the, the opposing defensive linemen and opposing 
um, you know, edge rushers and people are getting into the backfield and blowing past our defense, our offensive line. Obviously, that's a concern to me. What I want to see is our big, uh, big uglies up front on both sides of the ball dominating the New Mexico offensive and defensive line. You're bigger, faster, stronger than they are. Prove it. If you prove it, I mean, like I said, it, it's not, you know, this is not a power five team. This is not a um, SEC team, not a big 10 team. It's not so you have to go out and and do stuff the right way. Now, Coach Fisher did say this team's physical, you know. So I mean, I'm not saying that this is this team's going to just push them around. I mean, it's 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 this is a Division One football team, but I do think you need to go and push this team around a little bit. If you're able to do that, I'm I'm going to feel good about this offensive line. I just you don't want to see the offensive lineman getting pushed in the backfield and the defensive line getting pushed around. Those are the two things I'm worried about. If you dominate this game in the trenches. Connor Brigham makes good decisions, throws some pretty passes into some the right windows, makes plays, put up a lot of points. I'll feel good about this game. I don't want to see anything crazy play-wise or anything like that. Um, just because, you know, save that for Miami. Save the important stuff for Miami. Just go take care of business, fine-tune everything, push this team around a little bit, and get ready to rock and roll for one of the biggest games of the season against the Miami Hurricanes in Week 2. Some interesting quotes from Anaya Smith and Damani Richardson about the season and some other players that have been standing out. We're going to talk about that coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with an incredible offer from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 back in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more, a ton more, a ton of stuff to bet on at FanDuel. I'm a big player props fan. I like player props. It's fun to do. Um, in NFL, I like to do parlays on that. It's like, you know, CeeDee Lamb, seven and a half catches, um, Dak, 234 passing yards, higher, lower, that kind of stuff. I love the higher, lower pro uh, props. You know, .5 touchdowns, stuff like that. That's the stuff I enjoy, and you can, of course, do that over at FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash on. And kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We got some interesting quotes from Damani Richardson and Anaya Smith. And we're going to run through those and talk about some fun stuff from them. Um, Anaya Smith talked about the running back room. He had this to say about the running back room as a whole. They're all so unique in all their playing styles. We have power, we have speed, agility, and quickness. Just give them the rock and let them work. I love hearing that. I think that's a good thing. Having a, a running back room that truly can do everything, having a room that, uh, 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 you know, full of guys that can, can run the football, can catch the football, are fast, can make you miss, they can do everything you need them to do. And clearly that's what this Texas a and running back room can do. I get some people might say like, well, why, you know, I, I don't really care what players have to say about players. They're not going to say anything bad. I get that, but they are going to, I think the positives are true. You know, obviously it, they like to, in a situation like that, you'll hear people kind of like 
take the negatives and be like, well, you know, this is this needs to get better, but he's great at this. You know, the compliment sandwich, that kind of stuff. All we heard from Anaya Smith on this running back room was positives. Sam at media days. I and I feel good about that. You know, you you want to you like having a diverse running back room that's able to do everything: catch the ball, run the ball, make people miss, speed, power. I mean, you got David Bailey, the power guy. You got you all your guys are pretty quick. I mean, you got everything you need in this running back room, and that feels me a, makes me feel a lot better about this room heading into the season. Everybody can do everything, and I absolutely love that. Anaya Smith had this to say about Connor Wigman and Max Johnson. Now he went on before Coach Fisher, so of course. He talked, this was said before the announcement was made, but it's still an interesting quote to me. The main thing I've seen from both of those guys, um, and what I think is the main thing, is the leadership. They're not worried about who's going to get the job. They just want to win. I, You know, that to me, and I believe that, from everything I've heard about Max Johnson and Connor Wigman and seen from them, that it, that's true to me. And that's, you know, here's the deal. If you don't win a job, you can handle it. You can handle it the right way, or you can handle it the wrong way. Max Johnson's going to handle this the right way. I think us Aggie fans can all say that. You know he's a great young man that's going to handle this the right way. Root on his team. Be there if they need him. And leadership's a big deal. Max Johnson's, of course, an older guy. You know, you want to be able to lead. Lead a team. Lead, you know, show Connor Wigman a thing or two. He's been around more. I just, Max Johnson and Bo Connor Wigman, they're both great guys, which is a good thing. You know, you want your quarterback room to be filled with leaders. And I think it is. So hearing that these two guys aren't afraid to lead, aren't afraid to be vocal, aren't afraid to do the right thing really gets me excited for this season. Um, Anaya Smith on the offensive line, tremendous steps. Everything is clicking in their room. Those guys are all together. Now they're starting to express themselves to the team. We hear them. It's looking real nice. I love hearing good stuff about the offensive lineman. I know people are a little banged up, but hearing a positive about the room as a whole makes me excited. I'm glad Anaya Smith had that to say. Um, and the last quote here is Damani Richardson talking about Bryce Anderson. He says, Bryce has been doing a really good job. He's really fast. He can cover and tackle. He can play nickel, safety, and star. He has a better knowledge. He has a better knowledge of the game. He's going to play a really big role in whatever we do this year. You know, Bryce Anderson's a player I think could be one of one of the best defensive backs on a team full of outstanding defensive backs. So it's good to hear that whatever, wherever he's playing, whatever he's doing, he's going to succeed. He's going to do it the right way, and he's going to help this team win football games. We are so close to football. I I can't. It, it's just it's so exciting, ladies and gentlemen. We are so close to football. Connor Rigman's the starting quarterback. We have football coming up this Saturday in Kyle Field. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Had to say that. I can't go an hour without talking about how I, how excited I am for college football. Last thing, on Thursday's episode of Locked on Aggies, we will have a guest on to kind of tell us about New Mexico. Who do we need to watch out for? What's this team good at? What Stuff like that. We'll have a guest that knows everything about New Mexico and will help us learn about the team heading into the matchup. So be looking forward to that. It's going to be a fun show. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day, and we will see you tomorrow.